I am Danika. And I am Myra. And this is the Black Women Healing Podcast. A space to discuss mental wellness. A space to dive into soul care and vulnerability. Here, we will support you on your journey as you focus on your healing. While also giving you the work along the way. Welcome to Black Women Healing Podcast. Hey, y'all. We're back with another episode of Black Women Healing Pod. And as usual, we're going to kick it off with a random discussion. So I was thinking if you were to compete in the Olympics, what would your sport be, Danica? Your Wait, face what? ready. <laughs> Say it again. If you were to compete in the Olympics, what would your sport be? Um, don't judge me. Um, what's the, the, they do like the highest is 10. The highest is 10 what? You said, what would your score be? Sport be. Oh, okay. Okay. What would my sport be in the Olympics? Oh my goodness. I always wanted to do ice skating. When I was a little girl, we used to watch ice skating uh, all the time. Like me and my sister, it was like, we really enjoyed it. Like it was so fun to us. Um, and so I've been ice skating before and, and you know, I can do a regular, I can skate around not fall, but I most definitely can't do a tour. Like that stuff is so hard. Mm-hmm. Like when you really, oh my goodness, when you think about how difficult they have to are how hard they have to practice a lot of them them be practicing they was like three and all of that stuff so I would like to do that yeah (laughs) so I always say that I would do speed walking but my boyfriend is always like you would not make it because I didn't know that they get like burns on their nipples that's like a thing because of the wind the way they're walking so fast and there's like all these little things that I just didn't think of I just figured I walk fast I could do it so it would be a tie between speed walking and pole vaulting so I think that's so cool they throw themselves in the air off of a pole so it would be a tie between those wait speed walking just to clarify so speed walking can make your nipples burn what'd you say yeah so because sorry he's the baby because <laughs> you're walking so fast and the wind is blowing up against your nipples really hard supposedly this is what I've heard um that it can give some like burn to your nipples like think like you know how like when your thighs rub together like think of that like really intensely but up against your nipples ouch yeah I didn't know that because I was like I'm a train to speed walk and he was just like did you know that this is a thing and I was like no maybe it's not for me then you do walk fast though. Myra walk fast. She walks so fast. I can do speed. Well, I was set on it too until my heart got broken. So yeah, you don't want your, your nipples to feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> to fall off, lose sensation or something. It's like, look, you're doing too much. I'm tired of feeling this this feeling all the time. Cassie, what about you? Uh, mine would be, I was Googling it right now. So what's the name of that sporting game? Um, but mine would either be hurdles or volleyball mm. yeah what is the hurdles I'm sorry I don't know what that is either um so the hurdles is like you know when they um when you jump over it you gotta run a little bit you gotta jump over it you gotta run a little bit like the oh. um, yeah but I just call it like the, I used to do like the 100 hurdle in high school that's what it was and I was like what they're trying to run so <laughs> it's pretty cool you gotta you gotta stop and try to get your speed back up and then jump Ooh. over and speed back up at that or volleyball I love volleyball super big fan of volleyball <laughs> Donika, you know, dancing is in the Olympics. Um, mm-hmm. right oh, no, I did not know that. No, 
Oh, you knew dancing was in it? Though? I didn't know break dancing was in it. I didn't know break dancing in general was in it until I was making a joke. And I was like, they should have break dancing in the Olympics. And Isaac was like, it is in the Olympics. And I was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> they have like everything in the Olympics, right? Like, I'm going to have to look up the list to see. <laughs> it's the fast walking. That is, that is so hilarious. <laughs> and me, I was like, I'm about to train. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thanks so much for engaging in that random topic together. It's always fun to see what's on our brains and the different ways that we think about these questions. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest, you all. So today we have Cassie. Uh, she's the owner and founder of Cassie's Cure. She is a self-care coach and wellness consultant. She helps women just like herself choose themselves first and love themselves better. She teaches women how to practice self-care unapologetically while building their self-confidence so they can live a peaceful lifestyle through wellness retreats, her self-care group coaching program, self-love workshops, and webinars. So let's welcome Cassie. And today we're just going to chat about Cassie's Cure and just everything that she's doing so far. So tell us about yourself to where you are now, as far as being a self-care coach. Okay. Well, first off, thank y'all for having me on your show today. Super excited. Thank y'all for reaching out. This is so dope. Um, as you said, you know, me being a self-care coach, it's been such a, it's been an exciting journey. Sometimes when I have to go back and think of the timeline, I'm like, I did that, I thought of that. Um, so for me, uh, self-care essentially, it started, I would say a little bit undergrad, maybe my third year, I had got out of an emotionally unhealthy relationship and uh, I went to therapy. I was like, something ain't right. And that was my first partner, my first boyfriend ever, because my mom was real strict. So I didn't date in high school. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I remember feeling like just off. And everyone's like, girl, child, you be all right. That's first love's curse. You be okay. You be okay. <laughs> like all black parents are, you be all right. And I was like, no, y'all, this, this, I feel broken. I'm hurt. I'm sad. And no one had the right words for me. Like, you'll be okay. We done all been there. And I'm like, something was just still off. So then I, was, I decided to uh, go to therapy on campus at college. It was free. And I was like, I need somebody to talk to about this. And when I went and signed up with my therapist, that's when we got into the whole, uh, we got to the root of what it was. Like it has surpassed the relationship. Like the relationship was more so the tipping point. Mm -hmm. And we had a talking, started talking about self-care. She was just like, how do you care for yourself? And I was like, I don't know. And that's when it became a thing to me of like, wow, Cassie, you don't practice self-care. Like you kind of live your life doing things that other people want you to do or trying to have like be a perfectionist and just like, we got into like childhood trauma, daddy mm -hmm. issues with like the, the whole nine. And I was like, see, just some regular, like everyone trying to tell me. And so working with that therapist, I had started getting deeper into what self-care meant to me, like how I wanted it to show up in my life, like mentally, emotionally, just physically, financially, self-care, like all of that. And as I started doing that, um, I would have conversations with my friends and they'll be like, oh, I went through that too. And I'm like, you going to talk to nobody about it? They're like, I don't know who to talk to. And so one of my, one of the things that my therapist had assigned me was creating like, was journaling. So I had created a wellness blog and for like a year, I didn't share it with nobody. 
And after a year, because I was I was spilling the tea. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't share this with the world right now. No, they're gonna be like, what's going on? And so then like a year later, I actually did, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna just start sharing it. And when I started sharing the different topics and stuff from you know, childhood trauma, daddy issues, failed relationships, failed friendships, self-confidence, all of that, so many people would comment underneath my blogs and be like, oh my gosh, I resonate with this so much. This is so me. And like your tips that you're sharing, like, like what you've been doing to combat those things, they've been really helpful. And I was like, what? Here I am thinking I'm the only one who's ever experienced this kind of stuff and just sharing like what I'm doing to get through it. And I'm meeting so many men and women, women and men coming to me saying like, oh, I've, I've started doing this and I feel better. Thank you. And so that was kind of like the start of me just doing it as a wellness blog. And um, with me working on campus in college and undergrad, I learned how to do like programming and planning retreats and all that kind of stuff. And so I would do that stuff offline just for me and my small group of friends. And every time I would do it, my friends would be like, oh my gosh, you should just make a business out of this. People would come or people would come and be like, I want to and stuff. And so over time, after my friends being like, girl, if you don't start this business, like do it. And January 2020, right before the pandemic hit, I was like, all right, it's new year. I'm going to start a self-care wellness business. I'm going to turn this blog into a business. And that's kind of, that was the start of it. And for the self-care coach, that title came a little bit later. First, I was like, I'm going to be like a life coach. Then I was like, I'm a confidence coach. Then I was like, I'm a self-care and confidence coach. I mean, the name hopping was real. And then finally, like, it just kind of like dawned on like the beginning of last year, like, girl, you're a self-care coach. Like, that's your thing. You talk about self-care all the time, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, just so many types of self-care. I'm just like, I'm a self-care coach. And now here I am today hosting wellness retreats, workshops, events, doing like uh, wellness consulting trainings for like large preparations and stuff like that. And I'm just like, wow, this business has grown two years, even though like, I guess I could say I have been subconsciously working on it since like 2017. It just, 2020 was the year that I finally was like, all right, I'm gonna make this a thing, a business. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much for giving us the backstories. It's mm -hmm. rare that, you know, sometimes people go back and really give us the roots like that. And so it ends to make it more personable. Like, I mean, this was, this was your story, right? It started mm -hmm. off like that. Um, and you really just brought the world and the people in to like, this, this is a way to, this is a way to heal, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A safe space. And like, that's kind of what it was essentially rooted on. Cause I was like, dang, we don't have a split. One of the things that a lot of my clients or my audience always tell me, they're like, you're so non-judgmental. And I'm like, well, that's just, I don't like to be judged. And so I, you could tell me you done sucked and did all that in the world. And I'm just be like, okay. Because I don't like being judged. And I think that was like one of the things that I really wanted to be intentional about creating like a safe space where you're not judged. I'm just giving you like love and support. And the title of my business is a play on words. It's Cassie's Cure. Like this is my cure. Like this is literally what gets me going, but it's also my cure to the world as well, as well to help the world. So like that title is like very, this is my cure and it's y'all if y'all want it to be, but it's, it's, it's home. It's personal for sure. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your journey, Cassie. As self-care has become more something that we're talking about a lot, 
I feel like it can be difficult for folks to really understand what it means now. And so I'm wondering, how do you describe it to folks to help them better understand? Yeah. I, and you know, and I talk about this a lot because self-care is definitely becoming a buzz term. Mental health, it, like it's, and I'm glad that it's blowing up, but like I do have the fear for when things are mainstream because people just tear them apart and don't really know how to properly utilize those things and so one of the things for me as I've learned about self-care is um what what are you doing for the best interest of your mental physical emotional spiritual financial health like what are those things that is self-care like what are you doing to create an environment where you can show up unapologetically where you can show up um as raw as you need it to be, you know, where you can show up with your mistakes, you know, where you can show up with all of your emotions, where you're not policing yourself. Like, what are you doing to create those kind of environments where you feel comfortable in your skin? Where you like, you know what? I got this zit on my face, but I still love myself. Like, what are you doing? To me, that is self-care, like assessing all of those kinds of things because it's like, we are, we're encouraged to show up in ways that pleases everyone else. So what are those things that you were doing that's solely for Cassie? What Cassie likes? And Cassie doesn't like it just because Myra told her to like it. Like, no, Cassie just likes it because she likes it. For me, exploring those things and then practicing those things, that is self-care. So if it's a bubble bath for you, that is great. If it's like, you know what, I got my candle. That's great that I specifically love this scent. I don't just buy this candle because someone else likes it. Like, this is my candle that is that is self-care self-care is really figuring out what you specifically need as a human being on this earth to live a peaceful and comfortable lifestyle yeah thank you for sharing that I've been doing this thing since the start of August every day I have to do something that I enjoy and it has to be like I really enjoy it it, ha- it can't be anything that someone suggested to me and I've been documenting it mm-hmm. so some days it's kind of hard where I'm like ooh, I don't know what to do today because I'm trying to do different things. And so it's been a challenge. So I invite y'all that are listening to also maybe try out this challenge, maybe just try it for a few weeks. That's what I'm going to be doing and just seeing where it goes. So that way I can be like, okay, these are some of the things I like if ever I'm like struggling to do something that I enjoy for myself. So I'm going to be do that. Um, So I wanted to ask you what might work look like um, working with you in addition to a therapist? What would that look like? what what my working with me in addition to a therapist look like yeah I think that's so interesting because I'm going back to school to become a therapist I know so I was like I don't know the drastic difference I mean one's licensed one's not which is why I don't claim myself as a therapist right now but I think for me a lot of a lot of my clients who have worked with me or who have attended my events when you're working with me um, you are stepping into a safe space to where you can be your most authentic self. And I think that I would hope that you feel that way with a therapist as well. But also when you work with me, you're doing a lot of self-reflection. You're doing a lot of self-assessment. Like you're, you're, you're not pointing the finger elsewhere. I don't allow you to do that. I'm like, no, you point the fingers at yourself and working with me is one of those, one of the things that my clients always says, like, it's a it's a confidence booster it's a challenge to really dig deep within to get to the root of what's bothering you why it's bothering you um it's a chance to really get to know yourself on a deeper level in a safe space like I feel like I got I guide my clients 
towards their healing. And I guide them to find the courage to say some of the things that they've been scared to say out loud or to themselves. You know, I, I encourage them and give them that confidence. To, you know, I'm going to set this boundary and I'm not going to feel bad for telling my mom no or my siblings no. Because I deal with a lot of like people who struggle to say no to their loved ones because we're taught that if you say no to your loved ones, you're basically saying you don't love them. <laughs> that's not true at all. Like when you say no, you're saying yes to yourself in a way that's beneficial to your mental and emotional health. So for me, I feel like most of the people who work with me are like looking for guidance in that self-discovery, that self-confidence, that self-healing route, because they want to go out, they want to be able to go through their days and not dread them. They're like, you know what, today was a Sunday. I did what I needed to do and just left it at that. Like I didn't I didn't stress over what nobody else wanted me to do. So that's a little snippet and kind of into kind of what it's like working with me. (laughs) Yeah, that's really helpful. You're making me think about some of my clients who maybe struggle with like self-esteem, for example. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining them coming to you to be like their hype man and Mm -hmm. kind of to be the person to process through how was it to have your hype man and go through these Mm -hmm. different experiences. So I can see that working really well together. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely for sure. I'm the one to be like, well, how do you define self-esteem? How do you define low self-esteem? Like what what gets your self-esteem this low? Like we be going, we be going deep, me and my clients. They're like, dang, you said you want it. I love yourself. You said you want it. So I gotta I gotta dig at it so we can figure out how to love it. That's how it is. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. Um, I know we talked about in your bio, um, your boot camps. And so can you give us a tease of what your boot camps are like? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm getting ready to relaunch one soon. I'm thinking October, but so it's a six week group coaching program and it's called courage. Cause you know, the courage to love yourself better and choose yourself first. And in these boot camps, it's cool. My last one, I had about, uh, I want to say, 10 to 15 individuals I had two men be a part of it because <laughs> they were like can we please and I'm like oh. I served women but they were like begging I'm like okay let me check with the ladies the lady said it was okay um so that was cool having men in that experience but typically what I do is again we're breaking down the definitions of certain words and how we've been defining them if we've been defining them wrong um, I'm giving them homework assignments I'm putting them in breakout rooms to talk to one another because sometimes you could get the most words of encouragement from a random person. Like, yeah. don't nobody encourage you like somebody who don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes you meet a person in the bathroom and you're just there like, you are so pretty. Oh my gosh. You're like, I don't know what's going on in your life, but you you got this. You better not doubt yourself. And that's kind of <laughs> how it was in my group coaching program when I would break them, uh, put them in breakout rooms with one another. And I'll pop into each room to kind of dive into the topic. But I think like one of the biggest things that happens in my in my group coaching program is that I've seen all of their confidence boost. Um, and I've seen them being more willing to try to practice self-care. Like they're like, you know what? I got an accountability group. People are checking in and saying like, did you do your self-care assignment this week? And if you didn't do your self-care assignment, we're not beating you down. We're just like, okay, let's try to maybe find a different, uh, easier one for you to do this upcoming week. Like there's so much support. There's so much uh, healthy challenges. And then there's just room for you to be honest. Like, y'all, I didn't do the homework last night. Okay, you just couldn't. It, was, it wasn't in capacity. Because the point of it all is not to make you feel bad 
It's to give you these things and these steps and tools you can take to eventually over time, make your life more better and more peaceful. So that's a really good program. I, I'm, I was happy when I created it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sounds amazing. I love that. It's like community. Um, and so it's like being led by um, of someone who is has expertise in this area. So it's like they have support by not only you, but also the community, which mm-hmm. is the ongoing support, right? Because it's like, you can't be there forever for every single person. So that yeah. community is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so with all the work that you do, like you're pouring into people, you're pouring into community, mm-hmm. you're pouring into everybody, right? So how do you take care of yourself and continue to utilize some of these things in your life right yeah you know people ask me this question often and it's always so interesting to me uh and I start by saying I practice what I preach so anything that I'm like encouraging people to do on my page or throughout my business I'm literally doing that um but then too aside from that I'm doing this business like I get to do what I love for a living that's a whole different kind of piece like I am choosing to be like oh I want to have this workshop cool like me being able to have that uh freedom of creative expression like that right there alone is self-care because like I have my nine to five but when I'm doing what I'm doing through Cassie's Cure I'm telling myself like your nine to five does not define you like it's your nine to five it pays the bills until Cassie's Cure pays all of them but it pays, but like I'm still doing what I love and I think that is self-care so whether I'm doing it within Cassie's Cure um I like to take myself on movie dates I like to go to the beach by myself like little things like that being intentional of like all right Cassie like at the end of this month I'm gonna take a week off I don't know I might sit at home all day but I'm doing that for myself and I, and I don't feel bad about it I haven't felt bad about a decision that I've made in a really long time and that that's mm. peace when mm. you don't because you know sometimes you're like dang oh my god I'm so dumb why did I make that decision I don't even have that mindset anymore I'm like dang I shouldn't have did that but okay like to be at a, a, a state of peace like that to where I'm just like I am I'm moving with my life I'm not like holding myself back I don't I don't blame myself for what I did last year, the year before, but also too, I've been so much more intentional uh, about the friendships that I built. That's another form of self-care for me. There's like, you you gotta come with certain qualities to even be a close friend of mine. And I'm not saying that like a, you're gonna wait. If you don't have this, you can't be my friend. It's more so of like, hey, like this is what I need in my friendships to show up as the best Cassie. If you ain't got it, I ain't gonna make you feel bad for it. But I also just can't give you a front row seat to my life because that's really what I need to be in my most loving and peaceful state. And that's why I like, I like to be in my loving and peaceful state. I don't like to be mad, Cassie. That ain't that ain't fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? So being intentional, how I take care of myself is being intentional about the work that I do, the friendships that I keep, the company that I keep, being intentional about the work that I do in my nine to five, going back to school to become a therapist, like. I know I love this, this field of work. I love, I love self-care and wellness. And so take care of myself. I put that at the forefront of my life and everything that I do. And that allows my days to be more peaceful. And on my stressful days, when I, when I'm having a bad day, I'm like, y'all, like I'm having a bad day, having a bad week. I'm not going to make myself feel bad for feeling bad. I'm just like, oh, this is where we at right now this week. This is a, this is a sad week. I'm just, I let my feelings be. And that has been really helpful for me to continue like just continue on to keep pushing 
Yes, I love that. Yes, yeah, making me reflect on all the things I've had to do as of recently to make sure I'm enjoying my life. So I was listening to it like, yes, <laughs> you. I love that. Yes. Yeah. It's so important to engage in the things that we love to do to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves. I love yeah. that. So as we wrap up, we always ask our listeners if they have any takeaways and that could literally be anything that you want our listeners to hear from you. I'm thinking of right now. You know what? I think I would say the key takeaway that something that I share with my friends, my family, my clients is that um, there's no reason that you should live an uncomfortable lifestyle. You shouldn't be uncomfortable in your skin. Like this is the only set of skin you get to live in that we know of. I don't know what the afterlife is like, but it's like, and you should, you should be comfortable. You don't want to, you don't want to get to the age of 80 and then reflect on life and be like, out of all these 80 years, I only enjoyed five. Like, what are you doing to build a life of life when you do have to reflect and look back? You, you want to look back and say, I enjoyed it more than I hated it. I enjoyed the majority of my years and whatever age you are at right now, if you can't say that, what do you need to switch up to, to, to be able to change that statement for the next 10 years? You know what I mean? And just really understanding that you, you just shouldn't live a lifestyle that's uncomfortable 24 seven. You have your uncomfortable moments, uncomfortable days, uncomfortable experiences, but life should be more comfortable than uncomfortable. That's one of the key things that I like to think of. And I just like to leave with people. I love that. It's making me think about, I always tell my friends, because I have friends who are like really, really hardworking and their whole life is just like working. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, let's say you pass tomorrow at your funeral. Do you want people to be like, she was so hardworking. Mm-hmm. And they're always usually like, no. And I'm like, well, consider the things that you do and the trajectory of your life and the choices that you make and how you choose to, you know, live your day-to-day life. And that should be, you know, an alignment with what you want people to say at your funeral. And they're always like, wow, I never thought of that. So I think that's also just something I'm always thinking about. Like, do I want to be described as hardworking? Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Yeah, definitely. That makes perfect sense. Look at you sharing notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Cassie. Donnie, is there anything that you wanted to add? No, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I love just to hear you like helping the community, but more importantly, helping yourself. I loved your answer uh, about how you're able to take care of yourself. I feel like a lot of times people who do this type of work struggle with that. So yeah, I enjoyed it. No, definitely. And it's, it's, it's all about finding that, that balance between being an expert in the category, but also a human in it at the same time. And before you're an expert, before you're anything else in life, you are human. So you cannot, you can't downplay that factor of anything that you do. Like you got to remember before you're anything else, you're human. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to forget. You're going to, you're probably going to go backwards on your advice in a moment. Like you're like, live out peace, live out peace. And then someone comes out of nowhere and just rages you. And you're like, "Uh uh-uh, I can't be peaceful right now. Like that's the human in you. You you know what I mean? So just making sure you're finding that balance between being the expert in the topic, but also the human that's sharing the topic as well. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay, well, thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Thank y'all for having me. I appreciate it. (laughs) Okay, do I like...
thoughts on reflecting on our episode um I want to ask some things that you're considering doing to wind down on your Sunday actually you know what scratch that I want to say that I think that you've taught me what it looks like to engage in what's the word I'm looking for like a I want to say like more enjoyable life but that's not the word like a more easeful way of being because you're all about like I'm gonna take my breaks and then (laughs) I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that but yeah I'm gonna still do my work and now that I'm licensed I feel like I have more autonomy to do that so now when I'm like talking to people I'll be like what would Danica say yeah no I'm not gonna mm -mm. so yeah I'm not working Wednesday you catch me for a few hours Friday and don't contact me on the weekend like not at all (laughs) so I think that's interesting how Cassie was just talking about like doing the work that she enjoys um and while she has like Cassie's cure I'm curious what things are going to look like for her when she's like a fully licensed therapist because I feel like once you're fully licensed you have more autonomy over everything and so I'm happy to be on this other side of things so yeah you're making me just reflect throughout the week how I'm like am I doing things I enjoy throughout the week I'm gonna start my day slow I'm gonna start at 12 o'clock <laughs> yeah the way that, I mean you've been inspiring me so it's interesting that like something's happened here where you feel like he was picking up for me but maybe seeing you do it is like reinforcing the things because I have noticed like you just have this freedom about yourself right mm-hmm. um, I know I told you I had told Myra like last week that I felt like she was softer and it's weird to explain to y'all but it's like this um I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe you're just more at ease. Maybe it's not even the word soft because I, I can't stand using that, especially when it comes to black women. But like, mm-hmm. it's like this, you just seem more at ease of like understanding what you need from yourself, from life, from people. You're not trying to force nothing. You're just like mm-hmm. going with it. Like you trust yourself. That's what it is. Yeah, like. yeah. And I don't know. It's just something about it. It, look, it feels really good. Um, thanks even though I've been forgetting like sorry off you listen if I didn't call you back text you back email you back but that's the ease about it that's exactly yeah, but I kind of been like there's an email I was supposed to reply to two weeks ago I should probably reply okay you will <laughs> you know that's the thing like that is and that is that's different for you you're mm-hmm. always like forty thousand things has to be done today one all not like, reading you know? me dang so like that is the ease like even you've been able to be like yep mm-hmm. uh dang two weeks okay like you're gonna get to it it's gonna be fine yeah no it doesn't stop who you are and what's going on in your life so that that is it I don't know I think that's ultimate self-care is like really just slowing down and doing what feels good like you know there's things that you can do that feel good like how I said I'm doing a thing every day but I think the the gist of it all is just daily just doing what it takes to just go with the flow which can feel different and uncomfortable because we're so used to like schedules and structure now I'm just like what's that yeah like like you said about like you know worst case scenario you pass away and you somebody's at the funeral like yeah she really replied back to those emails on time (laughs) imagine (laughs) okay and what like no like I'd rather somebody be like she was late sometimes turning and stuff. She was a, a compassionate person. She took care of herself. Yeah. She really made sure she enjoyed those moments of life. You know, like mm-hmm. I'd rather that. Than- I would rather that too. I don't want nothing to be tied to how much I work. 
like if it's gonna be tied to how much I work I want it to be like she involved community like stuff like that but I don't want it to be like when that BHA was due she had it in on time like no uh-uh imagine <laughs> I would come back up like is this what y'all think of me for real I'd be like I had to redo some stuff <laughs> not a BHA also behavioral health assessment sorry I just had a flashback <laughs> for people who don't know like and they long they long they're so long oh my god that's funny but anyway I think that's good for this week's episode um hope y'all enjoy your week I hope this is a good start to your uh to your week and be sure to tune in every Monday so y'all we have to shout out our friends over at Fiverr we are officially a Fiverr affiliate and I love Fiverr because you can literally go to them for any type of project you might want to work on whether it be if you need a new logo you need help with the resume you need help with social media they help you over there so go ahead and check out our friends over at Fiverr that's five e r r so five with two r's at the end so go ahead and check them out with the link in our bio and tell them that we sent you.